So we should we should probably kick off this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. So real quick, just to just to reiterate, can you can you reiterate that beautiful, beautiful quote one more time? Okay, it's well I didn't don't say it like I made it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm making you own it. No. You're gonna own this no, quote. I saw this in a meme. And I asked you if this was a legitimate saying. <laughs> what is the saying? And by Brandon? the way, you still haven't answered me. <laughs> I, I, you keep I, dodging I it. To... You keep saying it like it's like so I said some words of power that I wasn't supposed to know. And you keep you keep trying to ignore it. Like if I say it backwards, it's like the power of Shazam. <laughs> well hey man l- listen let's not get hasty <laughs> you <laughs> don't ask about things you're not ready to understand <laughs> jesus christ but the saying that i saw and didn't make up <laughs> <laughs> yes give the people what they want <laughs> ken dog is this saying true the bigger the fupa the better the chalupa I cannot. <laughs> You've broken me as a man. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny. It's you know what the this is my answer for you. It is G fourteen classified. You do not have the clearance for this. All you did was put a one in G four. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading right now. <laughs> People don't need to understand how the government works. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, I don't know what community you invited me to, but I'm not joining it. What community? I sent you a meme. No, you did not. Look at that chat log and you tell me that's a meme. What community? What are you talking about? You sent me a community invite at 5.03 p.m. Oh no, that wasn't. Oh, I thought so. There's a whole ass video. So the fucking invader, his his fucking name is Let Me Solo Me. He's just he just murks himself, and it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, I didn't even fucking realize it was a community invite. No, I'm so because every community I've ever joined that you sent you've sent to me, I've gotten kicked out of. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Every single one. You can go through, you can confirm it yourself and go through my profile and see the only communities I belong to are army ones now because I've gotten kicked out of all of yours. I don't even I post. Wanna... I don't even post things. They just see I'm white and they fucking kick me. I, I just want to clarify. 
I had no intentions of inviting you to a group. I would literally see a video and just hit share. You do it all the time. go about my life. You do it all <laughs> the time. Like monthly. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, I, I don't understand why you're not in these groups already. I've tried. But that's the thing. <laughs> We've been a, that, I just went over why I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> but here's the weirder thing. And, and I think this is this is more odd. I'm not a part of any of these groups. I'm literally, I'll scroll through Facebook and there's just a fucking video play. So I don't understand why this shit is like locked for y'all. Cause <laughs> like, I, I, I think it's cause Facebook knows you're going to send it to me and they just get a <laughs> kick out of it. <laughs> Watching me get kicked out of things. Well, they did shadow ban our original chat. <laughs> yes. That was a wild time to be alive. Bro. Who were you telling? That was the only time I was, I was like, ah, so the NSA is is 100% here. <laughs> like, <laughs> we didn't even say anything that reckless. <laughs> Mind you, we said reckless things, but not nothing that bad. No, nothing watchworthy. <laughs> Clearly, I will say we've said a lot of stupid things, but never in what, I don't think anything enough to be like, this is the end of our lives. So I don't know why that chat got deleted. We, I think literally it was just memes in that chat. <laughs> well, memes are oppressive. You white people did make it. Should have known. Can you confirm that? Well, who made the first meme? Who made the Clearly a white person. Clearly. <laughs> I'm, I'm clearly based shit. on the evidence of... <laughs> What evidence? Fucking, fucking what you got? Tostito, Tostitos pizza rolls, bro. <laughs> Caucasian men in basements of work, work very hard to establish the trends that we follow today. They are the backbone of America, Wayner. What are you reading off of right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this weird red website and it has three letters. <laughs> God, I hate you so much. So, <laughs> but you don't get rid of me, man. We got tiaras to talk about. We got fucking methane, fucking and fueled pigs with legs. We got all sorts of shit to get into right now, and you're hitting oh me God. with you are so flabbergasted <laughs> by who made the first meme. I have, dude. I, 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 I did. I don't care you know i don't care i don't care who made it i know for a fact it was a white white guy it, it's, it it's was clearly, not it was a it, it was a hispanic it? man by the name of conrad i, I can't say that last name alejandro oh, yes you can Al, alejandres sure it's like alejandro <laughs> but it's not alejandro <laughs> <laughs> Ends in a, like a, what, a I believe so, and it oh was it was about a cat asking for a cheeseburger. That is oddly wholesome. So, I made all of that up. <laughs> see, I oddly see, wholesome. I CNN the shit out of it. Source. <laughs> Just trust me, bro. <laughs> Here I am wondering, when in this friendship, have you ever lied to me? You never lied to me. To be fair, I always tell you when I'm lying to you. 
<laughs> Very true. I 100% of the time, within 10 minutes, would be like, I made it up. <laughs> like... You should have you got that journalism degree, man. I don't. Who needs a journalism degree? I can make things up. <laughs> I don't need a piece of paper saying I made it up good. <laughs> and then the cool thing was remember that weird era like five years ago where like they would source would be themselves (laughs) like you remember that weird shit yeah dude that was the same era everybody would like make a like a a post and they would like their own post like why would you like something like oh it was such a weird time Oh, dude. Yeah, no, I found a couple of those in my Facebook memories where I liked my own post, and I was like, cringe. Oh, you're one of those? <laughs> yeah, no, I guess I, no. I guess I fell into it. I'll admit it. Like, yeah. I found a few of them. It was weird that we brought that up, because it just happened like a day or two ago. <laughs> like, this, this, this is why we're friends. You know what's funny? Instead of, like, it was so cringy. Instead of just, like, hitting it again so that way it unliked it, I deleted the whole last post. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 wait a minute. Do you work for for the Biden's administration truth division? God. <laughs> oh god. Oh god, they're trying to take me out. <laughs> what a fucking joke. Uh, but we got things to talk about today, Ken Dog. Oh my god, yeah, dude. We're gonna be up all night. No, we are not. This episode. No, we are not. This is gonna be a short episode because all we're covering is where we picked off from harvest we're also picking up where we left off with the uh the the fucking the nerds um and halsey and then because next episode we have a lot of research to do to get ready for uh yeah well i know what i'm doing on saturday dog it's <laughs> i am not stoked <laughs> actually i kind of am i'm only stoked for part of it because i know which part i'm doing since we delegated who's covering what so like i'm stoked oh, yeah, about yeah, that yeah. part <laughs> <laughs> you jumped on it you're like this is mine <laughs> yeah i claimed it like i claimed it like christopher columbus i'm like like you were already there and i was like no i'm taking this part this part's mine <laughs> oh man you're you're that kid that yells dibs yes <laughs> I called dibs first, but it's ultra dibs. <laughs> We're not even in the parking lot yet. I call super dibs. <laughs> and real quick, because I, I, we need to get this out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of You, Me, and Lore. I'm your man with the plan, Ken Dog, Mr. Kenny Gomez. And once again, the Dib King? Is that what we call you? I I don't know. I'm kind of offended by that. <laughs> you're, you're I don't know why. To... <laughs> I don't know why I just found that offensive, but I did. <laughs> like, that's did weird. You have this victim mentality. <laughs> that's weird, man. I don't. That was a weird moment where I was like, why am I upset by that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with calling dibs. <laughs> I know, but just the way you. Fr- I think it was the way you said it. <laughs> I don't even think it was what you said. <laughs> You know, I'll, and I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. As much as I've been saying it, I literally forgot the word right there. In that I know because you had to like, you had to like sound it out. Like you were like, see, spot, r- r- run. Man, I'm sober. This is bad. I am not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, half man, half drunk, Brandon Wainer. 
What's up, everybody? Everybody calls me the Dib King for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I just find it provocative. <laughs> this is how we make it into the big leagues. Have you heard the legend of the Dib King? And everybody Call says it. that this podcast sounds like we make it up as we go. <laughs> we really... <laughs> Oh, God. oh man <laughs> since we're making it up what's on our imaginary agenda for today what are man. we talking about brandon <laughs> so on our imaginary agenda today is we have a couple we're tying up loose ends i know we say that every episode <laughs> um but really this is um this episode's going to be wrapping up where we left off in harvest is going to be wrapping up where we left the kids off in their training and then we're also going to kind of do one or we're going to kind of do an expose on one or two other things. But for the most part, this is we're tying everything up into a nice, neat little bow today. So that way, next episode, we can start on um, the next big arc that we're covering. Because it's been eight episodes bringing us to this part, which I would think everything up to up to harvest is an arc. Um, we got our big, big arc on the next one. And then the arc after that, we cover a little bit. It's about another eight episodes. And then after that, we get into the games and shit. I, it's it's weird that this episode is kind of um, a little bit of our send-off for the humans. Mm-hmm. Just for mm-hmm. a little bit. Just for a little bit. It's really weird. It's really weird. <laughs> I didn't know that we had so much reading to do when we assigned us these assignments. We have yet to play actual games. <laughs> that was the whole point of the podcast. Yeah. We have... <laughs> Not even one. I have been reading. And we still sound like two drunken idiots talking about what we remember. <laughs> last, like when I... last episode, I dead ass started with I read this eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's still my I'll favorite ch- quote I'll- that and, and gooey duck <laughs> eight years ago and gooey duck those are the real winners of last week's episode i'm just here to bring everybody a fun new thing every episode i don't care if they hear from the lore or if they're here just to be like yo what kind of dumb shit is going to come out of brandon's mouth <laughs> like, i don't care as long as they're here <laughs> thanks for showing up yo y'all y'all are the real ones oh Speaking of the real ones, do you have any shout-outs before I got some listener mail I want to get into? That's gonna I that's do... gonna bring us into this episode. Oh man. Uh no, I actually yeah, no shout-outs this week. No shout-outs this week, but I'm sure next week we'll have one or two. Well, Lay it on me, dog. Let's hear let's hear the mail. Well, before I get into it, I just want everybody to know. That now I did this without your without your consent, and this is the first time I'm telling you. Um, we now have a voicemail. You set up a whole phone number, <laughs> bitch. You think I'm smart enough for that? No, <laughs> no. How do we have a whole voice? We have a whole voicemail. So what happens is, if uh, you go ahead, I'm going to send you the link. I already put it up on my Facebook, but if if our listeners click the link. They can record a voice message to send to our inbox directly. And from that inbox, they can put anything they want. They can ask us why we are drunk all the time. They can ask us about lore stuff. They can ask us why a certain character did this instead of that. But it is literally one spot where all of the listener mails go to. And it's voice. 
And it's 100% anonymous unless they want to leave their name, in which case we'll give them a special shout out. <laughs> May the odds forever be in your favor. So we have that. And then I automated it even further, and we can drag and drop their voice messages into our episodes, so that way it makes us, makes it easier on us for editing. <laughs> All right, so when did this idea happen? Like three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> yeah, because it was super easy. Like, I mean, it, it's not hard at all. Before it seems like I'd put a whole bunch of work into this, I didn't. It took like three you, minutes. You clicked like five things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. It took me like five clicks and two passwords. <laughs> And the passwords I have on a note file on my desktop, so it was copy and paste. <laughs> they didn't even have to type them. <laughs> Control V. <laughs> so real quick, just to just to recap, so we we've talked about what we're talking about today, and you guys got general announcements. Yes, they're so they're so fresh and hot. I didn't even know they were coming. <laughs> well, I bring that up to the one person who sent us an email, like an heathen. The day after I did all this, <laughs> did he like sense you set this inbox up for him? Like he just felt it in the air. It was like I got a question about lore, and it's like, well, I'll answer it, but I'm gonna make fun of you because I put some work into this, and you ignored it. <laughs> oh man! But uh, the question they asked is, you know, with Harvest being on Oni's radar, um, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Because I'm not going to go through pulling it up again. But uh, they basically asked why Harvest is on Oni's radar. But when the Covenant showed up, like, there wasn't an immediate response from Oni. And it's basically just Sergeant Johnson and company trying to do the work of an entire army. And I have the answer. You have the answer? Yeah. It's because Sergeant Johnson is an entire fucking army. (laughs) (laughs) god damn <laughs> and two um when the, the uh when the aliens showed up they showed up and basically they immediately the first thing they did was cut all comms like that was the exact first thing they did so they couldn't call for backup it was literally sergeant johnson just so happened to be there for another reason and it's the only reason things are going down the way they're going down it's just pure happenstance you know it's it's funny it, it's funny how Halo parallels like the whole um, Empire saga of Star Wars, except if the if the actual rebels were like winning, winning, like properly winning. Yeah, because it seems like the UNSC is always like behind with yeah. all these megaton nuclear <laughs> attacks. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's because they're getting nuked every three days, my guy. <laughs> Like, let's see how responsive you are. <laughs> I'd give up too. I'd be like, hey man, you're like seven million planets away from me. We'll get to you when we get to you. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Math is math. <laughs> and it oh by the way, one hundred percent true. Sergeant Johnson is a one man fucking army. But and, and like the book really should be called How Johnson Got His Groove Back. That's really what all this yeah, book is about. It should be. Um, yeah, it shouldn't be Contact Harvest. It should be Contact fucking Johnson. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Contact Johnson is a different Halo book. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm a, I'm pretty sure I'm a game tester for that game. <laughs> Actually, I take it back. Not not only not only are you a game tester for that game, it is the uh, the silver timeline sex scene. God, why are you gonna upset me? We were just having a good time, and you had to bring that nightmare up. <laughs> Your pain brings me joy. <laughs> God. But real quick, let's get into our uh, resources, and then we're gonna pick it up. Uh, today's resources are Halo The Fall of Reach, Halo Silent Storm, Halo Contact Harvest, Halo Shadows of Reach, and Halsey's Diary. I know it's the first episode where we are omitting the official Spartan Field Manual, so there we go. <laughs> go on, let's go team. Man, oh man. We, we ditched one. <laughs> it'll, be ne- it'll be back up next episode, though. You know what I you, little little fun fact? It's probably an obvious one. This is the only Halo novel to not mention or it, it feature any Spartan twos. Little fun fact. I'm 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 re I'm do, I'm going through it in my head right now. I don't want to say you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that is always the hardest thing for you to do sometimes like it hurts you it, it gives you so much pain i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying uh oh let me quote the last two years i, I gotta do my own research i gotta do my own research bro let me let me do my own research. Look, I'm 100 percent behind you. <laughs> Clearly, I can't tell actors apart anymore. Yeah, so I, I'm 100 percent behind you. You do your own research. Everybody listening, you do your own research, okay? But sorry, somebody was just posting some dumb shit about Vin Diesel. Um. Oh man! <laughs> how did we we went from a fun fact all the way to Vin Diesel? Yeah, it's because somebody somebody posted a picture of he's he's obviously overweight and uh, saying Vin Diesel spotted shirtless on a yacht in Italy, and somebody responded with, "And you're yachtless, you loser in a shirt." <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, that <laughs> true, 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 true." <laughs> It kind of, yo, it blows my mind when, like, people try to, like, one-up, like, a celebrity or a millionaire. And mind you, not because it's not, like, it, it, they're not infallible. It's a case of, like, no matter what you say or do to them, they don't got to ask somebody if they can take time off of work. Or if they want to fucking buy a catalog, somebody's catalog of music they created. They can snap their fingers, or they could buy a whole social media company. Yeah, and wild. Yeah. All right, so that was one hell of a fun fact. That was a fun fact, and nothing else happened. A- <laughs> this fact. this was not magic <laughs> editing. <laughs> and just to reiterate, everybody, the re the reason why the UNNC didn't send any more assets is because Johnson is the asset. This is, he is a Spartan one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, speaking of Spartan ones, what was Homeboy up to? <laughs> so, so I believe I taught you a new a new animal that you didn't know existed. Oh yes, we're we're with, with the AI Loki. So if y'all remember, 
Um, there, there is this being that you will come to know and love as a engineer. And if you remember the description, oh, I'm I'm getting to that. (laughs) Now, if you remember the the amazing description that Brandon provided for us in the last episode, uh, you're going to first. Take a minute. You're going to imagine a beautiful jellyfish. Hell, imagine the jellyfish from SpongeBob. Perfect. Now, as you're imagining this jellyfish from SpongeBob, I want you to take whatever device you have in front of you. Uh, could be a desktop computer. And you're going to look up a gooey, gooey duck. Brandon was the term yes. you used. Gooey duck. Gooey duck. And then, Brandon, can you provide your uh, professional description of what a gooey duck is? Well, um, you know me. I've done a lot of research. You can check all my certificates and my uh, my diploma is on my Facebook. Um, I'm quite certified in a lot of different things, um, animals being one of them. Uh, the <laughs> best way I would scientifically describe a uh, gooey duck for the layman is um, horse dick clamp. Ah, yes. So, now that you guys have heard him say what a gooey duck is, so, now, that jellyfish is a body. And now the horse dick clam head is what the head of the engineer looks like. And it's a, it's a very cute, cuddly little animal. If, if we, if, um, when we do get this on YouTube, I will post a little image of it. They're they're cute and cuddly. You want to keep them at home. No, and you don't. They're slimy. They, they produce slime. Yeah. They presume hear me like, out, like a like a hagfish. Hear hear me out though. But you would never have any IT problems. Facts. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm looking out for the older generation. I'm looking out for the boomers, baby. But we are we're picking up with the engineer and the AI. And as Brandon said, they were coming in, they were coming together for a deal. Mm-hmm. Now, Brandon, keep me honest. It just so happened that the engineer didn't actually agree with what the alien invaders were doing. <laughs> we'll get into them in the next episode, <laughs> but you could you could lightly say that. <laughs> you know they 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 weren't. He wasn't down with the sickness, as some as some kids would say. <laughs> So he actually he uh he teams with the with the AI and he's actually he he's like listen man all the murder that's been happening all the destruction he's like this is not what I signed up for when I joined the you know when I joined the aliens so and I want all of this to come to an end Now Brandon what do you think he he did for the AI. Well, um, to say that he signed up for it. <laughs> is, oh, well, you know, is bold. <laughs> Very bold. <laughs> um, but he goes, uh, I say he goes, he's contacting, um, the AI and he essentially tells them that the reason that they are there is not just to fuck around and find out. They are not part of the fuck around and find out crew. They are there for a specific reason. And that's when the AI comes to find out that they were actually on their way to harvest with or without the uh, Horn of Plenty. Like the information that they gathered from it. 
Dum dum dum. Yes. So you're saying the Horn of Plenty was just collateral damage? It's just collateral damage. Now they did, of course, make use of it because they found out that uh, the Horn of Plenty, you know, originate or was on the way to harvest, and they were like, oh, you know, so there are people there, so we got to learn their language and do X Y Z, right? Um, mm. They're on their way there. They were on their way there. Anyway, <laughs> what a fucking sentence! <laughs> yeah, you are. Str- I'm, I'm keeping this in. I want people to know, understand your struggle, <laughs> bro. I had to fight through that. <laughs> like, that are was you, a battle. Are you okay? No, I am not. Like that gave me a headache. <laughs> My English teacher just fucking had a meltdown <laughs> from that. She was like, "I taught you the beautiful comma, and this is what you produce with the English lexicon." <laughs> Oh, bro, you're worse than me. You're a bigger comma whore than me. Oh, I fucking love commas. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. If there was a fucking punctuation mark I could have sexual intercourse with, it'd be a oh comma. Oh, my God. <laughs> not, How did we get here not, so quick? <laughs> the, the ellipses is a close second. It's a close second. But that, but but a comma. Something about a comma. <laughs> This is the most bro conversation ever. It's like you've had a couple of years and it's like, hey man, if you can fuck a character on a keyboard, who would it be? Alright, let's do this. Let's settle this right now. Fuck one, marry one, kill one. Exclamation point, ellipses, comma. All you know right. what? I'll make it fair. Um, I'll make it fair. Semicolon, comma, ellipses. Semi, semicolon. Oh man. Uh, I'm I'm easily I'm killing Elixir. I can't even say Ellipses. I'm killing the, the <laughs> I'm killing the character from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Elixir's the wise is dead. Um, Kirk, I'm totally going ham on semicolon because Lonely Island. Really, we use them every day. <laughs> Um, and, and clearly, I'm going to marry the comma. Because if you think about it right, we've all had a long-term relationship with the comma. Doesn't matter what, what phase in our life we're at, they're always there. They're always there. Some people are just better with them than others. Um, <laughs> I would have to go a different direction than you. I'm surprised you went oh, the route God. you went. I mean, clearly, I, I, I chose the power of music. <laughs> um <laughs> I would have to go with obviously marry the comma. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on that one, but I'm gonna switch I'm gonna switch it with the other two. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck around with the ellipses because I think they have their purpose. Where I'm gonna kill semicolon because I think it's just an excuse to have a run on sentence. That's your problem. Why do you not like cardio? You used to do so much PT. What happened to you? Wow, that is by far. <laughs> A tier 12 fucking thing you just did. I was not ready for it. <laughs> Somebody's been up in their mean game. <laughs> no, man, I dated teacher. My pun game be strong. Jesus Christ. But, um, anywho. <laughs> How did we get here? Ellipses. Um... <laughs> My favorite character in uh, fucking the Twin Towers. Yo, he was great. Nine eleven. Um <laughs> Now I know why we're gonna get the hits. 
You did your tier 12 meme. I had to come back with one. <laughs> thank, thank you, you set the bar so high. <laughs> oh, man. But um, so they go through it. And um, while the AI is discovering all this, the AI being Loki, while they're discovering all this, they start to create a plan for, I'm not going to say the defense of harvest the term i would use would be preservation <laughs> because yeah there ain't no coming back from this and both both parties know <laughs> it's it's how many can mm-hmm. we save in the meantime <laughs> and let me i guess let me ask you this what what is the best way to describe the purpose of the the, the symbol of the oracle man you're i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna let you go through that because Oh no, that was a genuine question. So we're that's oh uh, the, oh yeah no. So kids in um in my training days, we like to say we're gonna we're gonna put that in the parking lot for later. So we'll get back to y'all on that. <laughs> um, I don't think that's something. Okay, so I wasn't the only one having issues like trying to figure out what the fuck this thing does, right? Uh, well, I can tell you what it does. I just don't know if we should go into what it does right now. Oh, the, the, for, the, for, the answer for would story be no. Purposes. No, I do. I can tell you right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So basically, it says that they're on the way to the Oracle. The Oracle being a device that would be able to find other relics, not just on that planet, but other planets as well. Mm. It would also, the Oracle would be devised in order to know who the Reclaimers were. Which, if you remember right, we're we're not we haven't talked about it yet. But there's a little hubbub going on right now in the uh, the alien courts. Yeah, yeah. We'll oh, we'll we'll be like what, <laughs> yeah. another two three yeah. episodes before we yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can tell you what it does. I just don't know if we should say what it does right now. Oh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think if I mix it up with um. It's the MacGuffin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. Because the, the more we talk about it, I'm like, oh, wait, I actually do know this. I mm-hmm. I, I, I did read You've this. seen one. You've seen one of them. <laughs> You've seen an oracle. You've played the game that had the oracle in it. <laughs> Damn it. That's the thing. We've, it's been so long. I, I have to run back through it. But, yeah, so um, that's what it does. Um, and for those of fans that Ken Dog uh, cut that part out of because he, he – he pressed X for doubt. He agrees. We'll get into that <laughs> in a few episodes. No, no, man. I'm going to keep it in. I, I want them to know, like, they're generally times I don't know shit. <laughs> well, now they're going to be asking reclaimers <laughs> on relics. <laughs> Good. Well, well, that'll entice them. <laughs> Stick around, y'all. We'll get to it. That's like selling somebody a fucking a 10 bag and actually having everything be real in it only for every other 10 bag after it to not be 100%. We'll get there. It'll, it'll be like a fun little tie-in. Be like, look how many episodes it only took. God, I hate you. Um, I know. So, I know. so will they. Anyway, the AI is finding out about all this and going, what the fuck are you talking about? Meanwhile, something else is going on. What's happening, Brandon? So What's I, happening? I have to bring up one of your favorite people. <gasps> Jill and Al Signy. 
Jillian Al Signy. Pre episode, you were all about her. <laughs> oh, was uh, the it's the uh, the only the only agent? Yeah, yeah. Oh I'm sorry, y'all. I have early dementia. It's like when I'm like in work week, I'm like focused on where everything just. <laughs> yes. So we're gonna fast forward the plot a little bit here. So right now, Johnson, you know, his main goal is to get. I say get rid of, and that's not the word I want. The word I want is evacuate. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get rid of all the civilians. Wow. <laughs> that was a turn in my head for some reason. <laughs> um, we're gonna have a ch- we're gonna have a little chat after the podcast. Um, I think it's because I'm so deep into Final Fantasy 14, and they play really loose with word definition because <laughs> of the translations. <laughs> that now I feel like I can play fast and loose, <laughs> and no, no, I cannot. I'm too stupid for it. Um, but essentially, he is trying to come up with a way for the evacuation of about, I think, three hundred thousand, just under two hundred and seventy thousand people is roundabout, plus or minus. Uh, no, I can guarantee two hundred seventy thousand plus a few thousand. Um, to get them away from the invading aliens. Now, yeah, they. Oh yeah, no, you. Uh, no, go for it. Oh no, just oh, it was a little quick. Just and just to kind of give everybody a picture, um, they were actually chauffeuring as many civilians as possible to the the capital mm-hmm. of um, of Harvest. Just to kind of you know, oh, yeah, yeah. just paint a little picture. No, now bearing in mind, the capital is absolutely a fucking madhouse. <laughs> First of all, they were freaking out about like everything that was going on, but then all the refugees from the surrounding uh, area came in, and obviously, uh, what was mm-hmm. it? Gla- Glassheim was the name of the place. What was the name of the place? Oh, the the town that thought they were like hey, everything is fine and yeah, dandy. Yeah, we live far enough away. <laughs> <laughs> and literally the fucking invasion has been starting there the whole time uh glad time <laughs> glad time uh but then they show up and they're obviously like yo they got freaking laser beams <laughs> in space <laughs> so everything's going crazy so johnson devises a plan right now the cool thing with harvest for those of you who remember my fanboy moment from a few episodes back harvest is a single continent pangea like planet right cradle of civilization yes sir so they also you remember a few episodes back we also talked about some fancy dancy space elevators <gasps> are you talking about the keto space elevator not the keto space tether <laughs> wasn't even close (laughs) but it's almost like we set these things up for future episodes (gasps) look at us being professionals um and totally rubbing it in the audience's faces how professional we are (laughs) because that's what professionals Uh, do (laughs) Um, we're, we're very humble as you can tell very humble man i'm here for me i'm here to have drinks and talk about (laughs) fanboy shit broader audience fuck the fan i will not call the audience broads i will not sir i will not use that 90s term oh man um we'll go old school it's antiquated antiquated You, antiquated. Wait, I can't say antiquated. <laughs> antiquated. Antiquated, wow. right? 
You're going to get like the worst voicemail from your English teacher. <laughs> Miss Goldsmith, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's like the first voicemail that I, I'm like looking forward to looking into it tomorrow. <laughs> if Miss Goldsmith listens to this episode, like any of this, first of all, I'll be hella surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell us about the tether. So, What's happening there? Well, these are just space elevators, right? So, because Harvest is the number one manufacturer of food product for all of humankind, they... That sounds oddly familiar. Um, they had seven... I'll have to fact check it, but I believe seven different space elevators kind of in a group. I use the term group loosely. Because <laughs> bearing in mind, these are elevators from, from the planet to space, so they're quite fucking massive. <laughs> <laughs> but um there's seven of them in a general location around each <laughs> so johnson decides that he's going to be able to pack 236 that's i i don't know why i don't know how many freighters they had but i know how many freights they had um 236 freight containers um bro that's like the most dad thing ever like you, you pulled up in your new balances and short and you like eyed the fucking port it was like yeah the way that those cargo cargo car, cargo's uh stacked up that's a 12 by 4 times by times that by a million the wind is blowing to the east roughly about three mil that's terrible man every episode whatever. we do i I start to realize how more and more of a 30-year-old white guy I am. <laughs> Bro, you, you, live, you go to Home Depot for fun. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Bro, you texted me so excited about buying tons of meat to smoke. <laughs> no, I said that it's because have you done it yet? Have you gotten your fucking your cow? Uh, no, no, not yet. Dude, no, it's so no. much cheaper. Like, it's like a quarter of the fucking price. Um, I, I will say this. Um, I'm, I'm tapped out on buying groceries for the rest of the month. Well, I've hit my cap. I'm just saying 150 bucks, and you don't have to spend any money on beef for a year. Oh, no, clearly, clearly. <laughs> like, it's just a case you of... Can't, uh, can't, <laughs> you can't wiggle out of that one, especially with this inflation. Oh man, it's about to get worse. And it's getting worse, my dude, because you know how they're solving it? Printing more money. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough about printing. So, alright, so Johnson scopes out the elevator. Seven of them are stacked up together. And he and he smuggled how many? So, well, that's the thing. So he didn't do it by numbers, he did it by time. So the way he timed Ooh. it, yeah, he timed every five to seven minutes and it's very specific in five to seven minutes seven pairs of freight containers were loaded into the space elevator now loaded ahead of these freight containers were seven what johnson called and i'm quoting grease buckets grease buckets yes two of which were loaded uh with johnson's men and uh you know his his homegirl jillin the other five of which were decoys and they were all rigged with mines and then uh yeah, and then the other two "quote unquote" grease buckets uh, held Johnson and company. Johnson, um, you know what's funny? It's it's crazy how that Orion training still stays. That Orion Special Forces training to be like, hey, we're not just gonna load up and ride the elevator. We're also gonna set up some booby traps. Yeah, because Johnson's all about them boobies. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get back to that later. 
Now, a badass thing that happened. So this didn't just happen, and everything was willy-nilly all cool. Obviously, there's still warfare going on, right? So Johnson would, while on the... I want you to imagine a man in a bucket. (laughs) A giant bucket. (laughs) Heading from the planet to what's called the tiara, which is kind of like a central hub above the planet that's held there by these giant elevators. Um, he stops every few thousand kilometers, every few thousand kilometers, and uh, would engage in fucking war <laughs> with the aliens. So I, I just wanna, I wanna make sure I'm, I'm, I'm capturing the moment correctly. So you're telling me Johnson proceeded to make sure that he introduced himself on every floor yes <laughs> letting letting them know that if if you're coming to earth this is what you can expect yes god damn <laughs> John, johnson so that's when things kind of went wrong while on the you know the upward spiral there was a bit of an oopsie doopsie um the number seven strand of the space elevator snapped because of all the strain that was going on the constant starting and stopping the all the amount of cargo going on of it and in such a rapid succession um it was basically too much strain for the cargo elevator to take and a line snapped so, are you saying the tether snapped like a, a certain wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl? Um, I'm saying snapped like Thanos snapped because it killed oh, 20,000 oh. <laughs> people. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. 20,000. <laughs> can we can we just take a second to admire the fact that like you could be just out here vibing, having a good time? And mind you, like, their planet is being invaded, destroyed by aliens. So I'm not going to say, like, they're having the best time. Um, but, like, yo, let's say you're outside. You're just chilling outside, having a cigarette. And you look up and you see, like, this giant, this not even a giant. It's like this thin little bar in the sky. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it just wipes out your whole existence. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it or anywhere for you to go. You are locked into your fate. But I just <laughs> Lord continue. So that leaves two hundred and fifty thousand plus or minus a thousand <coughs> still going upwards to the tiara. They successfully make it the Torah to the tiara, and they end up taking. Um, they end up getting there, and Johnson and company start fighting off. Obviously, this wasn't just like the aliens looked at it and said, "Oh, that's totally fine. There's no way." Uh, they'll use it. They obviously had aliens there, um, so they had people ready. They had aliens ready to hold down that area because in that area were a whole bunch of propulsion pods. What a propulsion pod is! <laughs> oh lord! Yeah, we have... a pro- imagine a fucking. All right, you know what a tugboat is. Bro, you don't have to go through propulsion with me. I didn't realize we were going to be talking about, you know, physics. I'm just saying, imagine so, a spaceship tugboat. That's all I'm saying. No. Oh, yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes perfect. Y'all, the next episode, I'll make sure I, I, I'm up to date 
on on my physics and, and quantum physics. So continue, Brandon. <laughs> fucking wait, is it tugboat McTugboat? Yes, <laughs> it's Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. Also, um, I do want to mention, yo, we are at the one hour and six mark. Do we want to give the nice people a little break? Um, let's finish this up. We're almost done with harvest, and then we're All gonna right. break because like we are five minutes away from wrapping up harvest. Oh yeah, oh yeah, y'all. Real quick, this is the part that you'll hear about anybody who's actually read the book. Um, the ending is disappointing <laughs> so. for everybody but one person. <laughs> um, Johnson. Johnson. So essentially, everybody gets to these tugboat to tugboats. There's several of them. It's not just one big boat. Johnson and uh, he and the crew fight off with the aliens while everybody else boards and try, you know, goes and immediately initiates slip space in order to get out of there. Johnson is one of the last people to go along with the Oni operative. Uh, I think her name is Jillian is what I said it was, right? Yeah, Jillian. Just uh, just just picture your quintessential short, pretty much the, the chick who played the wasp. Picture her as an Oni agent and Oof. call it a day. Oof. Oh, <laughs> slow down there, bro. Stop. <laughs> Something sexy about a woman who can kill you while you're sleeping. Um, so they're one of the last ones to board and they barely get away. Right. And then, uh, as they're getting away from, there's more going on. We'll come back to harvest. Don't worry. We're not done with it yet, but we're going to end with Sergeant Johnson and Jillian, uh, tenderly embracing each other. <laughs> <laughs> in this tugboat <laughs> he's saying johnson was using his johnson yes <laughs> giggity yes uh and that's where we're that's where we're gonna leave uh contact harvest for now and i kind of did some uh because i know you haven't read it so you're just trusting me wholeheartedly there's a lot i skipped <laughs> well i you know what at this point and and Y'all, mind you, the the, the reason why I, I didn't purchase it is because I'm not purchasing anything this month. Um, mm-hmm. I will purchase the book in 11, well, 12, 13 days. I am going to actually read it, and I'm and we'll we'll kind of get to revisit the topic, especially when we have to come back. Yes, we will eventually one day come back and reshoot all of Halo. Once we oh, know yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> it's long enough for us to experiment is what yeah, we're saying. <laughs> yeah, we picked Halo for because one, it's something that we know a lot about already. Two, because it's long enough that it'll force our hand into knowing what the research process is to hold down a podcast. Three, it's because if we can hold out, <laughs> if we can do this all the way through the entirety of Halo, we can do it with anything. Minus Final Fantasy, because that's a whole. Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts. Those are... Those are those, uh, no. Oh, I'm, I'm taking the lead on Kingdom Hearts. I will... I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna solve all of the mysteries. And you know, I'm so excited for Death Stranding. I cannot wait. For well, Death remember, Stranding. we have to put it up to a vote. We gotta put it up to a vote. Also... I mean, we'll eventually do both. It's just a matter of who gets theirs yeah. first. It's true. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, now that uh, Johnson's getting his, his freaky on, this is time for you to uh, hit pause, enjoy work, enjoy that special time with that special someone or a beer. 
and we will be right back. Don't you threaten them. What a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Also, depending on how long this takes, it wasn't a break. We just kept going. We just put a little mini, little little pause in there, so that way you can pause the episode. The magic of editing. <laughs> we're Hollywood, baby. Damn, we're getting a, on the Walk of Fame. Next step, deep One fakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we so we technically wrapped up harvest. Um, needless to say, the uh, the goal was the same goal as Dunkirk. We're not trying to win a war. We're just trying to survive and get everybody off. Yo. So, John. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> oh, well fucking yeah, done. Kid. Like, <laughs> good fucking job. That nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. You know what's really going to blow your mind? I've never seen Dunkirk. <laughs> I take it back. I take it all back. Fuck you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Terrible analogy. Don't ever disgrace perfect. this podcast with that bullshit again. <laughs> um, all right. Perfect. I'm taking the mantle. So, y'all, at the end of the day, the um, the biggest emphasis to get um, from Harvest is this is where humans made contact with aliens, as well as there are developments and repercussions that, you know, you're going to see them affect the rest of the timeline moving forward and it explains a lot of in-game events that you see later on but now with that being said we are going to go back to our handy dandy spartans the future of 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 humanity is the best way to put it now when we we left off with the kids um, they, you know, they, they, they have been continuously training, you know, training their minds and their bodies. Um, but now they were about to embark on a different mission or a different trial. And I, and I think the best way to describe the mission and trial they're about to embark on, it was the one factor that you couldn't test for. And it was luck. So before I begin with the events of the actual augmentation, we are going to take a little step back and we're going to talk about a little meeting uh, between Halsey and your favorite, favorite side Spartan, Soren. So as you guys remember, Soren is a bit of the control variable in this group. He is the only child to be ever asked to join the program and he agreed to by his own volition well as the training progressed and you know as the kids grew up understanding the mission that was put in front of them and their purpose days before the actual augmentation procedure once again Soren is offered the choice so Soren is not only the only child to be invited into the program. He has the option to go through the augmentation. He is the only Spartan to know that there was a chance that, the, well, let me rephrase that. There was a 
very high chance that they wouldn't survive this. That things would go wrong immediately. He knew from the get-go that what was about to happen was not going to be a good time. And he still accepted and he was like, yes, I want to go along with it. So clearly it, it shows you the, the level of dedication the kids now have to the mission, as well as the fact that Halsey might have been correct in her analysis of, of why it was better to use children instead of grown adults. Now we will go to the day of the augmentation. So on this day, Halsey is, is going through messages and she receives a message from her only mentor um, in regards to two um, animals that were sent over for her for the procedure. Um, they emphasize that these animals are endangered. They're very, very expensive. And it'd be a shame if they went to waste on a, a dumb little project. And just to reemphasize, y'all, the Spartan 2 program is not loved at all by anybody in the US, UNSC and by anybody in ONI. Remember, these they're still referred to as the freak, freak children of ONI. Section 3 kids, not well liked at all. So that message is a big jab in her face to be like, this project is dumb. We could be using this money for something else. Um, but there's a little bit of a, a beauty to the scene. Because in, at this time, Halsey is double checking, triple checking all the chemicals, all the procedures they're about to do on the children. It's also a great example of actually seeing that little shred of humanity in her because while she's going through the procedure, she has the dumb AI Deja with her and she's like, you know what? The numbers don't look right. This, this doesn't look good. I think we need to research more time. You know, instead of doing the augmentations, we can, you know, focus on the Mjolnir armor. And I like to preference that Deja is a dumb AI, but you really see throughout the book that for, an AI who was limited in their capacity, Deja is very, very, very intelligent. So as Halsey is rambling on about all the other things they can do except the augmentation, Deja has to give her the hard reality check. So Deja's like, Halsey, if you delayed this project and the higher up at Oni find out you purposely delayed this project, they will take you off. And if they take you off, they're going to replace you with someone who has less morals than you. And we want to emphasize this. We've described Halls in the last three to four episodes. If there are people who are worse than her, God have mercy on all of us. But most importantly, you would think that would that's would have been the trigger that would have got Halsey. No. The words that cut her like a knife were, not only will they replace you with someone with less morals, they would place somebody who's worse than you, as in they are so incapable of achieving what Halsey could do. Halsey stops her rambling, her muttering. She looks at Deja and she walks out the room. But as she's leaving the room, she stops and she lets Deja know, like, there are some days I hate all of you, all of you, but you, Deja, I hate you the most. And then Halsey proceeds 
uh, to walk through the um, the augmentation facility. Also, just to clarify, every Spartan had their own OR. Um, they had the best surgeons and doctors available across the colonies. So it wasn't a case of anybody was just going to operate on these kids. She's walking through and she proceeds to um, room 117. She proceeds to John's room. And Brandon, I'm going to let you interject because I know you have a quote from John in the room. But um, it's funny to think and I, I I think, Brandon, we may have a difference. I think, I, oh, let me rephrase that. I think we're on the same page. This is John at 14 years old, by the way. This is a 14-year-old kid, or excuse me, these are 14-year-old kids who are about to go through a life-changing procedure. And when she enters the room, she looks at the the man that's growing in front of her, and she says he's become such a physical specimen. And that's without any changes at the age of 14. Now, Brandon, when Halsey steps into the room, uh, Mendez is there. What occurs? Um... As we know with John, it's it's important to know him as a character. And, I mean, it's kind of hard for you and me. Because you and I have... We know everything that's going to happen, right? Like, we, you and I have experienced his adventures. Like, his... Who he is, what's important to him, his love, his losses. We've, we've experienced it, so we know him as a person. It's hard on our end to kind of give it to the listener because they don't know yet. They will. <laughs> if we do it right, they will, right? Um, <laughs> but it's it's kind of hard. But I want I want everybody to remember when John and Halsey first met, right? And remember how I interjected because you gave like the whole story and I was like there is one thing I want to add because it will be important. This is where mm-hmm. this is where it comes back. Yeah. Um, because Mendez is there because, you know, it's Mendez. <laughs> he can try to be a hard as all he wants. The, he's a big old he's a big old fucking butter heart, and we all know it. But John turns to Halsey, and he only has one question for Halsey. That's it. John has accepted what's about to happen, and what's going to happen to the rest of his friends and the rest of his crew. But he turns to Halsey and he goes, can you tell me, Dr. Halsey, just this time, how do I win? And this kind of like, I won't say it takes Dr. Halsey back, but she does have the best thing to say back to him. And it's probably the only thing that she can say. And she says, I'll tell you how to win, John. You have to survive. And then at that moment, like, everything, everything changes. Because if that's not the quote that will bring this man through everything that's going to happen to him, I don't know what is. No, man. 100%. And I I do want to know, in that scene when... When John asks Halsey that question, uh, Mendez looks away. He he looks away just because mm-hmm. they all know the truth. They they all know <laughs> the truth. And just to just to give you guys an idea, of some of the procedures. 
Um, there, there was about five, five main procedures that really went down. Uh, number one was an occipital capillary reversal. And just to give you a brief, um, idea of what it would, what it would do, it would, it would increase the visual perception of this, of the Spartans. Um, it would help like reverse the direction of blood flow and, and each capillary for the eye. Things to keep in mind, even though it improved their vision, if the procedure, if that procedure didn't go well, uh, they could uh, have permanent blindness, or they could have a, uh, a a retinal rejection and a detachment. So just things to keep in mind. The next one was a carbide ceramic ossification, or in this case, they were making their bones virtually unbreakable. Now, not a bad thing, but if the procedure went wrong, uh, how how could I put this? Imagine your bones breaking, but never breaking, if you can catch my drift. Like, if they broke and they healed in the wrong way possible. Well, the way that they did that involved cell necrosis. So, it's, it's essentially, so it's ossification. So... Essentially, what they're doing is they're creating a, and I'm quoting here, a shell around each each individual bone, and that shell is bonded to that bone. And they try, they decided to make it a shell, but it's a thin shell, very thin. So I'm not talking like animantium with Wolverine, like these Spartans, like yeah, no. like they are very breakable. Um, I do not have the exact. Yeah, I don't have the exact, like, strength numbers. I know, like, the re I have the result numbers to everything you're saying, but I don't have the, uh, the like, it makes it 50% tougher. You know what I mean? I don't have that number. <laughs> right, and, and, and let me, I guess, let me emphasize. When I say unbreakable, I mean unbreakable facing another human being. Yes. Because once again, the, these Spartans were not made to fight aliens. Last thing ever to, to be imagined. Now, I will say this. This is the actually second likeliest um, part that Spartans will get through. Is the, the carbide ceramic ossification. Yeah, it only had a, a 3.8 failure yep. rate. That was literally, that was the lowest. <laughs> yeah. Well, not the lowest. The next no. one was actually the lowest. The, yeah, the, the catalytic... Uh thyroid well, implant well i mean when you read about the catalytic thyroid implant like how can that one go wrong because <laughs> essentially Only the doctor because the catalytic thyroid implant is basically just a it's a platinum pellet that they put in each spartan's left thyroid because uh, bearing in mind like these are like just bound let's call it what it is let's be adults here they're their kids about to undergo or starting puberty, right? So this is like your big growth spurt to become actual adults. So what it is, is it is a pellet that will release a human growth hormone, not the human growth hormone, but a human growth hormone into the body through X amount of years. And as it's going through and as it's going into the human, it'll of course make the human grow tougher faster stronger everybody knows what hgh does in a baseball player now imagine it being slowly through years being coursed through the veins 
of a young child. And the cool thing is, with it being platinum, they're also getting a little bit of that in there as well. Um, it essentially is made for muscle mass gain. And then on top of that, the they added another hormone, which basically helps with the carbide ceramic ossification because it's there to boost tissue formation specifically around bone tissue. So it's kind of like a hand-in-hand kind of thing. They can oh, each don't other. worry. I got to Oh yeah, no, you go. <laughs> That's all I oh, had. No, for I was gonna be like, <laughs> oh no, I was gonna say I got. I have a perfect example about how all of those can go wrong. <laughs> oh, you're talking. Okay, do you want me to go in through the yeah. uh, the next two? Because I know yeah, I know no, what man, you're definitely. gonna talk about, and I know you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have a yeah. field day with it. <laughs> go go ahead, man. So yeah, the, go ahead. Tell the kids what was left on the uh, the menu. Um. So. <laughs> So these are just a few of them, by the way. There are more. Um, there's also muscular enhancement injections. And what they do, they kind of work hand-in-hand hand with the thyroid implants that we were just talking about. It's, it's kind of like everything ebbs and flows together. You know what I mean? That's why this is such a big procedure is it all has to be done at once because each, each part of it relies or affects the other part of this procedure. And what this does is on top of the human growth hormone, a uh, protein complex is injected <laughs> into the target's muscles. And it actually fucks with them on a molecular level to cause uh, more muscle strength and endurance. So I want you to think about this. This isn't just like, oh, okay, they're going to be tougher, big deal. I mean, at a molecular level, <laughs> these injections are overriding all the muscle mass. And these dudes and girls are jacked by now, by the way, under Mendez. They're fucking yoked because they've been doing nothing <laughs> but surviving <laughs> for years. So they're yoked. It's actually like hijacking is the best term I could use. It's hijacking their muscles. And then causing them to increase in density using their connective tissues and fibers. So with that being said, once again, one thing leading to another, it would actually, when they are injecting these things, in, this enhancement into their muscles, you could visit, the doctors would note that they could visibly see the muscles quivering and contorting over one another, meaning the muscles were actually at the moment it was added, moving, visibly, not under a microscope, visibly looking at another human, <laughs> watching their muscles move. <laughs> um, <laughs> Homeboy got rhythm, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so the next big thing it was, was the superconducting fiber, fiberification of neural dentrites. Is it dentrites or dentrites? I believe uh, I think it's dentrites, but is it? I the dendies. You we'll know, call what, them the dendies. Well, dendies. We'll 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 tell people the final answer in the next episode. Yeah, the dendies. The dendies get all fucked up. Um, watch. There's actually another term for the human body that I don't know, and somebody's super mad writing an email right now. Good um, thing they know about the voicemail box. Oh God, I'm gonna be the target. 
<laughs> so many. Basically, what this is is it is a bioelectrical nerve transduction that gets implemented into the target. Um, what this does is, I want to say the dendrites are part of the nervous system, if I remember right. Isn't that the little the the two ends? You remember, it's like the electricity. And then the two ends of the nerves that fires that electricity back and forth, and that's how we have a nervous system. Uh, is I believe it's it's that kind of that point like near the cerebellum. No, through the whole ass human no. body, my guy. <laughs> uh, that's it. I'm googling. Nah, it. It's gonna bother me. Yeah, nah, man. Yeah, no. Nah. I'm like, uh. Dendrites are the appendages that are designed to receive communications from other cells. They resemble a tree-like structure forming projections that become stimulated by other neurons and conduct the electrochemical charge to the cell body, or more rarely, directly to axons. So they are the little fucking wispy thingies. <laughs> oh, the spine. Okay, that, 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 totally, that totally makes a lot of sense. Uh, All right, so... The inner wire, but just say, just say, fucking improve their reflexes and their thing. Yeah, That's man, it. <laughs> improve, by three hundred percent increases their uh, their overall intellect because they're able to think faster. You know, when you're, they're literally, it's basically turbo mode for the human nervous system is the best way I can put it. Think faster, quicker reflexes, better memory, and better creativity is a another result that they had from it. And I do want to clarify, uh, we will have a proper example about how we will see at, let me rephrase that. We're going to get a, a field test about how all those enhancements work in real time, but that's you, a story for another time. Before you get into homeboy, do you want me to go in through the actual procedure itself? Yeah. If you want to touch on it. Yeah, absolutely. That way people understand the, uh, the, the pain they went through. Um, so the first part is each I'm going to keep calling them subjects because that's how they're referred to. Yeah, that's how Oni, that's how Oni refers to them. Yeah. Um, so the first thing, the first step is to shave uh, the head of every single one of them. The second step. Already ahead of you. <laughs> already ahead. They were ready for that part. They had that part down. Uh, the second step is they actually lasered uh, incisions, like in, incision vectors on each and every one of them. So that way the people and the machines would know where to go. Um, the next step was they would uh, take an intravenous drip and insert it in each one. And the intravenous drip was a couple of the things that we talked about with the changes that was being made, but also a general anesthetic. <laughs> Not the good shit, just a general anesthetic. <laughs> so they were Bro, that's how much of the budget. Yeah. That's how much, how much of the budget they ran out of. Mm-hmm. But it was – so the anesthetic wasn't there to put them to sleep. It was there to help ease them into a state of unconsciousness, which is drastically different than, like, when you and I go to a dentist and get our molars removed and they put us under the under the fucking pipe for a little bit. It's different. Oh, no. They felt that. They felt that shit. Mm -hmm. It was basically there to help them pass out from the pain. It wasn't there to, like, prevent the pain itself. Then at that point, they'd be transported to the pre-op wing of the facility where they would take uh, the uh, the procedures would actually begin. God, do you really want me to go in depth to how they are cutting out their eyeballs? Oh, no, nah, man. I, 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 I just assumed you were going to like kind of like TLDR it. I, I didn't think you were going to go like <laughs> all the way in. 
I mean, if you want to lead with that, go for it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I will just say the a neurosurgeon at one point cuts out a small space in the skull and exposes their brain. That's a step. <laughs> um, it hurt like hell. That's all we're trying to say. It hurt yeah, like man, your 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 whole at you're not your whole brain, but your brain was literally just exposed for a moment, <laughs> just just there, just hanging out. Um, uh, another part is uh, when they went into the thyroid. They went in through like where your thyroid gland is actually located and they just went in there. Like there's no, no going through one part, dig another part. No, they just dead ass went in through your neck. <laughs> like, Oh, here's the left side, left, right. Mark this one. L cut it in, put the, they just shoved the metallic thing in there. <laughs> and it was like, that's good. <laughs> like sewed it up. <laughs> Bro, it sounds like Warhammer medicine. <laughs> Dude, it is. I, I won't go further into the details. I'll leave it there. Just that way everybody gets it i do want to ride that if they hadn't passed out by that point um where they all ended up passing out was during the ossification because it was and the way they described it was as if their marrow was being created like being turned into glass and then repeatedly shattered and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. That does sound like a great <laughs> like <there's>, time. <laughs> On to well, you, yeah, man. I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> You're done. That's what we did to 14-year-olds to save humanity from themselves. <laughs> but now, we know bits and pieces of the procedure. I, I'm going to focus on one person. Um, and Brandon, I think what we'll do is we'll highlight the rest of the of the Spartans in the in the next episode, just because it'll kind of um, explain a little a little yes. moment in the next episode. Yes, because then we also um, got to get into the uh, the certain field testing. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the yes. Well, we'll talk about. Well, we'll have to come back to it after uh, <laughs> after our little trip. Mm-hmm. But uh, to just to really wrap up this section, I believe the best way to end it is to end it with Soren. Um, I do want to emphasize Soren's story doesn't end here. But needless to say, Soren, as, as much as he's persevered, as much as he's went through, he was one of the unlucky ones in the augmentation. Um, the augmentation that really got him was the the muscular enhancement injections. Uh, when Soren got them, it went the way that Brandon explained. It did work his muscles on a on the microscopic level, but the combination of the injections along with the ossification caused his muscles to grow into huge sizes and and wrap around his bones and contort his body. So Soren would end up being one of actually one of the stronger Spartans, but he would have a mangled leg. Um, he would be in constant pain. He the the procedure went so bad that he has hallucinations of his dead mother speaking to him. Sadly, Soren is unlucky. Well, he's one of the unlucky ones. 
but there were other ones that were way worse off than Soren. Um, and and we'll we'll come back to it because once again, like any good Spartan, your story doesn't end here. So needless to say, there were success stories and there were failures. And the next time we see the Spartans, we'll let you know who survived and who didn't make it. Um, but just know once it's all said and done, we transition to a funeral where the team gets to say goodbye one last time. And it's it's a weird, it's a weird, weird feeling to leave Spartan Spartans behind, especially after everything they've been through. So the kids made it all the way this far for some of them just to end up floating in in space and fading off into the stars. But remember, Spartans don't die. They're just MIA. No, not at this point. Well, you just I'm trying to keep up the tradition, not chronologically, but you know what I mean. No, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> God. No, yeah. I'm I'm well, here. How that... dare you? <laughs> How dare you That's be poetic my in my now. presence? We are a literal <laughs> podcast. There is no humor, no romanticism, no poeticism. No, just just literal digest. <laughs> Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> No, but I think that's a great uh, great place to, to leave off the folks, Ken Dog. Oh, man. So what can the people look forward to the next next week? So next week, um, well, actually, I think next week we are going to have a little special plan for everybody. Is that the one that we're doing? Next week we're having the special? A little, little surprisey poo. Yes. Um, for those of you who will be receiving this, it should be out. We were recording. This on the nineteenth, so you'll hear it by the twenty-first. Um, please do your call-ins. By your call-ins, I mean go ahead. We'll share. Each of us will share that link uh, for you to actually leave us voice messages. Um, just a heads up for you mobile users: uh, it's best used on desktop. But if you do it through the mobile, you will have to download an app called Anchor. It is a trustworthy app. That's where we do all of our editing from. So you can trust it 100%, but it will ask you to download that app before you leave us a voice message because it gets sent to us through that app. Um, so go ahead and send in those voice messages because next week we are doing a shorter episode. And in that episode, we are going to be going through a – we're basically our first retcon. <laughs> everything <laughs> um, – basically everything we've gotten wrong in the story as Ken Dog and I read more of these books and compare data – uh, we're finding we've said or done one or two things wrong. Uh, so we're going to do a quick retcon. Fortunately, it's not a laundry list, so it's not just going to be us talking out of our ass. Uh, unfortunately, that would only make a five-minute episode. <laughs> so to bulk that up a little bit, we'll be going through our listener mail. Um, we already have two or three that are set up, ready to go. So we're excited to go through those. Ken Dog, I have a proposal for you. Oh, man. Lay it down. What's up? Uh, how about, since we have our two or three laid out, I say you and I don't listen to the rest of them until game day. Oh, man. That way, all of them are fresh and they get our no bullshit live response and reactions to the things that we fucked up (laughs) or have questions on. Now that you and I have more data to go through and we can give actual information, I think it would mean a lot more to the people if we, you know, 
didn't have a script. <laughs> oh man, no, no, I'm down. I'm down. That'll be a little fun, fun, fun little, fun little change or spice on the episode. I agree. so next week is you, you, me, and voicemails. <laughs> you, no, it's still you, me, and lore. But um, with that being said, by all means, if you do have a question about how we record each episode, how we do the editing, um, basically any any behind the curtains questions you have feel free to send those to us too well uh, it is a full-blown listener centric episode because we are up to 200 people ken dog from our original 50 yeah the real ones yeah the real ones <laughs> um this is going quick dude <laughs> this is going so this fast this is the longest outro this is great though uh, no dude, i'm so really, excited thank you man. for like this is our like our pet project, and to know that it's it's what quadrupled <laughs> in size is amazing. Um, but with that being said, it does not. You don't have to leave your name. You don't have to leave your info. Even though you are downloading an app, it doesn't send any of that to us. We only receive what you say in the voicemail. So unless you say your name in the voicemail, we won't know who you are. So if you do want to be anonymous. Thins your time to be anonymous and ask us anything you want. Uh, once again, you will find that on the You and Me and Lore Facebook page, as well as my Facebook page at Brandon Ray Easily Wainer on Facebook. And then Kenny, what is your what is your Facebook? My Facebook is it should be Kenny Figueroa Gomez. I, I should literally be the only one on the planet <laughs> with that, but <laughs> I mean I'm I'm also the only Brandon Ray Easily Wainer. <laughs> I took four names to get there, but we got there. <laughs> um, but yeah, but no, it, this is the uh, the episode for the fans, Ken Dog. Yeah, man, it'll be tight. I was gonna say um, my my challenge for anybody who does leave a voicemail, if you can come up with the most xbox 360 halo name Ooh, <laughs> i love it with your voicemail go for it like i want like early 2000 like right before the housing market crash oh. like 2000 2008 2009 very xbox specific. 360 gamer tag <laughs> very specific but hey that's it man i love that shit dude that's so cool um <laughs> that, that's such a good idea um, totally my idea that I totally pitched to you yesterday and you stole it. Um, the fans don't know any different. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was all planned. I'm, I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the credit for it. No, man. Black that, privilege. That, that was all Ken dog. Um, but yeah, without any further ado, cause we all know on this podcast, I could hear myself talk for the next three hours. I'm going to go ahead and give this a Ken dog. Ken dog. Take us away. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of You, Me, and Laura. Stay tuned next week for The People's episode, a.k.a. You, Me, and Voicemails. And then the following week, I think it's time we give the aliens a name. But y'all, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the music and stay tuned for the credits. Later, y'all.
Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify to stay up to date on all things lore. Also, check us out on Facebook to leave feedback and make suggestions on what series to do next. You, Me, and Lore is an original podcast written and produced by Brandon Wainer and Kenny Gomez. Sound and editing by Kenny Gomez and Brandon Wainer. Intro composed and played by Achilles Ambadasit. Transitions and outro composed and played by Sam Gibbs, both of which can be found at Fiverr.com. For inquiries, information, and feedback, please visit us at the You, Me, and Lore Facebook page or email us directly at youmeandlore at gmail.com. Catch you next episode.